Hope you're ready because it's time for Video Game Rewind. Oh yeah. And now, here's your hosts, Tim and Jacob. Go ahead, get the show started. Why, thank you, Duke Nukem. Welcome to Video Game Rewind. I am one of your hosts, Tim Nidell. Please, take some time out of your busy day right now. Put down this iPhone, whatever you're listening on, and go log into Twitter and Instagram. And Because my username is at Saturday Rewind and also at Tim the Tune Man. That was a lot. You always make me feel really guilty. Oh, I'm I'm Jake. I'm the other guy on this podcast here. <laughs> that works. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Indiana Ruble R U B L E. But um, be prepared for lots of pictures of records. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we have with us? All right. I wasn't sure if I should just introduce myself or what, because it just—I don't know. I don't know if I'm a regular thing on this now or what. But you kind of have history. been. I think the last like four <laughs> episodes you have been. So. Yeah, yeah, I might as well be official, I guess. My name is Gary. I'm from the Cartoon Talk podcast. Uh, that's not what it's called. It's the Cartoon Talk segment on Saturday Morning Rewind. It's been a long time since I've done this. <laughs> you can find me at SMR Gary on Twitter and Instagram. And it's good to have us all three back. We last recorded Video Game Rewind probably, what, November? Late November, I think. Yeah, it was for Christmas. Yeah, uh, six, 16 years ago. <laughs> That's right, not this again. No, not this again. <laughs> Jacob, stop it. By the way, if you guys hear a loud thump from my office, it's because I have these giant six-foot icicles hanging from my office window, and they oh. are deciding to collapse just within a matter of like 30 minutes or so. Another one just went off. So if you hear a loud thump, that's what it is. Because I am in the lovely state of Montana where we got 40 inches of snow in the past week. Whew. That's incredible. And got, not in a good way. No, like this. dude, I, I am not happy. We got six more today. We got about 32 in a matter of two days last week. And, Jeez. And we live in a small town, so it's not like we have these amazing plowers or anything. They're doing a great job, but there's not many of them. And so I work at a hospital, and they actually closed down the hospital for non-emergency employees last week. So I got a day off. From, and I, wow. I only live a two-minute drive from the hospital, but they told me to stay home. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff they pull in North Carolina because we're truly not ready for exactly you know, even exactly a, even an inch of snow. I really? Yeah, I live in the south, and there's the same thing in the south where if it got icy, they'd cancel yeah. schools and cancel work. But no, not in Montana. This is the first I've ever experienced it, and I've been here for about eleven years. Plus, I lived here for about three years before, like years and years ago. Right. So it's great. And then it was like negative 20 something on Sunday. I didn't even go outside. I'll tell you that right now. And that's not, that's not including the wind chill. A lot of times people, people when I, a lot of times people tell you the, the, the weather it's including the wind chill, but that was not including the wind chill. So I don't know what it was with the wind chill. Yeah, but forget that. I just hope that uh, warmer weather is around the corner. It's gotta be March. It does start getting warmer, but it's not guaranteed here in Montana. I mean, we can have snow up until May. We never know. I just hope it's not one of those years, which it, it feels like it, because we're supposed to get another five inches tonight, so we'll see. Jeez. No, man. No. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, But but look into the future. I am excited. I, I am. Gary and I are planning. We just actually started planning this, like, what, I think two days ago? I mean, maybe a week, but honestly, really just two days ago. And, of course, I am talking about MegaCon in Orlando, the weekend of May 17th and 18th and 19th. 
I'm so excited about this thing. Yeah, we just started talking about it last week. I think, I mean, did you tell me about it at first? Yeah, because I found out at uh, another Florida convention that I was at two weeks ago. And uh, I was like, I got to tell Tim about this. And tell me, why why do you need to tell me? Who's going to be there? Oh, I don't know. Just the cast of Back to the Future. Dude, I just got goosebumps you just saying that. And I've known about it for a week now. I, <laughs> I mean, didn't know I had this power. Ser- I'm getting more goosebumps. <laughs> Dude, I mean, seriously, if you guys know, my favorite mm-hmm. all-time movie like, is Back to the Future. My favorite movie franchise is Back to the Future. I love those movies, especially number one. And my, Michael J. Fox is going to be there. Yeah, that's really I don't cool. think he does a ton of conventions. I think he's done some before, but not a ton of them. And... I mean, it's got everybody there. Doc's mm-hmm. going to be there. Um, Biff's going to be there. Um, even the principal's going to be there. Yeah, that one cracked me Yeah, up. Leah Thompson's going to be there. Only one not is uh, Crispin Glover is not there, which right. I love Crispin Glover, especially his character in the movie. But I'm okay with that because, honestly, I guess people might not know this, but I actually interviewed Crispin Glover like seven years ago for my old podcast. And I had an hour-long interview with him. So I can say that I met him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there you go. Is he? Uh, is he like as weird as everyone says he is? He's he's like just he's, off the wall. He is so unique, but he's a, he's a sweetheart. I love it. Yeah. No, I love he's so. Like that. But we really did connect. I don't know. Well, I guess I'm weird. At, I I don't know. But we had a great mm-hmm. conversation. He even opened up a little bit about Back to the Future. I know he doesn't like to talk about it too much, so I didn't go into too much detail about it. But we had a great conversation. Well, you know, I think I'm just gonna have to make a way and just tag along with you guys. You might have to do that it's because not that far. It's the, it's, the cast, it's not that far. some of the Goonies are gonna be there. Uh, the cast mm-hmm. of Lost Boys is gonna be there. Boy Meets World is gonna be there. Um, Frank Welker, I, I got to mention Frank Welker. He's gonna be there with Peter Cullen. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna meet Peter Cullen because he is out of there that Thursday. I think he's only there that Thursday. Yeah, kind of kind of a weird scheduling yeah. thing, but Yeah, and that's the day I'm flying in, so I don't think I'll see him. But I do fly in about five thirty. Right. And the con ends at nine. And the right. airport I think is like fifteen minutes away from the convention. So Yeah. You never know. If he's still doing stuff, maybe if we get a pass, maybe we can still pop in and, and, and see him real quick. That would be extremely cool. It would. But anyways, so we Gary and I, maybe Jacob. We will all be there, so please look out for us. Um, we will have some free stuff to give out from Saturday Morning Rewind, so please look out, you know, look for us. It'd be cool. Yeah, we'd love to meet you. Word. Word. Um, I also have a quick announcement. I just picked up, a couple weeks ago, I picked up the NES Classic. You guys know what that is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. This thing is amazing. Really? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a great price. I got it from Best Buy. It was only sixty bucks, and uh, thirty games on it, thirty NES games on it. Amazing. I mean, it goes HDMI to your high def TVs and everything. And I can't say anything else about it, but I am planning to do a, a like a a video on it and put it on my YouTube channel. So please make sure to go over to my YouTube channel. Uh, just type in my name, Tim Nadell, or that ages kid, Tim Nadell, on YouTube. You'll find me. I will also put the links here in the show notes and also on the website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Click on the YouTube tab, you'll find it. So go look. I'm going to record the video this weekend and have it out in about a week or so. Very cool. Other than that, that's all I got. I don't have much else, so I, I guess that's the end of the episode. Or... Right. See yeah. you guys, guys later. Good talking to you guys we'll again. see you guys in 15 <laughs> more years.
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys know this little format. We talk about a game, mm-hmm. and at the end of every episode, we pick a new game to talk about for the next episode. And last November, we picked what? What did we all pick? I picked The Lion King for the Super Nintendo, but right. uh, it came out on many platforms. Yes. yes, and I picked Spider-Man and Venom, Maximum Carnage for SNES as well, also Genesis. And I, in a very panicked sort of way, picked <laughs> Indiana Jones' Greatest Adventure because I didn't know I was going to be on this episode. That is so true, and thank you, Gary. <laughs> yes. All right, so real quick, I think I'll go first this time. Good. Okay. Do yeah, it. I think Bye. I'll go first. Usually I pick on Jacob. <laughs> But this time I'll go first. So Maximum Carnage. First of all, I, th- I think I bought this game as a teenager because, first of all, I love Spider-Man. I love Venom. But it also had a really, really sweet-looking red cartridge for the SNES. Mm-hmm. And it still stands out today. And I, I read that after that print ran out, they went to the gray cartridge for some stupid reason. Yep. Hmm. But I didn't know that until I read it. But... One of my early SNES games that I bought was Maximum Carnage, and I have so many amazing memories of this game. So it's a side-scroller beat-em-up, you know, a lot like the like the Ninja Turtle game or the X-Men game or whatnot. Uh, released September 16th, 1994 here in the States. Like I said, it was for Super Nintendo and also Genesis. Developed by Software Creations. Some of their other titles were uh, Bionic Commando, Double Dragon 3, Blaster Master 2. LJN also helped create it as well. I was a late bloomer when it came to the SNES. I didn't buy it immediately. I don't know when you guys got it or not, but I think I was maybe 15 in uh, 1995 when I picked it up. Mm, I had it. I'm not sure exactly when, but um, I mean, I had it pretty pretty quick. But the reason is because I didn't have like a even a, a NES. Um, oh, okay, wow. I had that one pretty late, so I went from... I didn't have the NES very long, and then I went to the Super, I believe. Okay. Uh, I have a horrible memory. I just made all that up. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was an avid NES game, very much into NES, even up until that point. I mean, I still love NES now. But this was my first, I think this was my first title. I got, I got this, Earthworm Jim, and I forget what else I got. Maybe Mario Kart. And I spent so many hours in this game. And what I loved was the look of it. I mean, especially the uh, cinematics, the, uh, the, the, the cut scenes. So yeah. much like panels from a comic book. And I even read that this was one of the first games to actually take a story from a comic book and put it into video game format. Hmm. I didn't realize that, but that stood out so clearly to me as, as a kid, how yeah. cool that mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the graphics that was... I mean, first of all, kind of going back to the, the red cartridge, I think there was only like this and Doom, right? Were the only two red cartridges oh, on Oh, maybe. There? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the music also... Dude, okay, uh, here, yeah. What stood out I'm glad me. you pl- said that, because here's a little bit of the music. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of like rock and roll racing for the SNES. Yeah, you know who did the music for that? Don't you? Is it the same guy you guys always mention? No, I was gonna say. Was... <laughs> no, it's actually it's uh, like a punk metal band that's oh, really? um, fairly well known. Um, I think I think it's pronounced Green Jello. 
huh. but it looks like it's green jelly. Um, do you remember? <laughs> it was kind of a big deal a few years ago, but there was like this um, heavy metal version of the Three Little Pigs. No, do you guys I, remember? I this? don't remember that. Mm-hmm. You should probably look it up because it's <laughs> it, it's it's funny but good. Anyways, that's um, they're the ones who did this, which. Um, like uh, Danny um, Carey was their drummer for a long time. He is now the drummer for Tool. Wow. So, I mean, they're kind of a big deal. That's pretty uh, sweet. Yeah. yeah it, so, and, and you can hear it. Like, if you've really listened to the game, you really can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Th- that music is one of my favorites from the SNES. Yeah. It's so much better than the Sega Genesis music. Oh yeah, I mean it's so good. It's such a good game. Anyways, it's like the the fighting style of it is amazing. Mm-hmm. I but going back to what Tim was saying, I mean just the graphics themselves. It made you feel like you were playing a comic book, and yep. it was the like the shading that they had, the the way that the all the colors just popped, and not just that, but I mean the gameplay was really good too. It was, in my opinion, it's probably like the best um, Spider-Man game that came out on these you know retro consoles. Um, it's just so good. I, I just, you know, going back and, and watching it, going back and playing it, um, is amazing. I love this game. Yeah. So the, the game starts off where you see, it starts off in, a Ravencroft. It's a, it's a maximum security institute for criminally insane. And you see Cletus Cassidy all bound up around security. Who's a, you know, of course is that's carnage. If you guys don't know, um, he's all bound up, tied up and they're taking him to a cell and then it zooms in on his hand, and you see him taking shape of Carnage, and he breaks loose, and he actually kills the security cards, and it's actually the first Spider-Man game to be teen-rated, and I probably because of the violence, because, I mean, there was actually blood shown from the security guards when they're on the floor and everything, so there's, like, blood all around him and everything. And mm-hmm. so he breaks loose, and that's how the game starts. I mean, so much like a comic book. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, do you know why that is? Because it's based on a comic book. I know. Is it really? It is, yeah. 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 And some of the panels are lifted directly book? from the book. It's well, called Maximum I was, Carnage. I, I, was being, I was being Jake. <laughs> I was being very Jake just now. <laughs> so then, and then the game starts off. Um, you go on New York streets. It's a typical side-scroller game. But just with added Spider-Man elements, which one of my favorite elements, I always call it the get over here move where he does mm-hmm. the uh, web sling and he he, he uh, attaches himself to one of the bad guys and he pulls him to you. Either you can beat him up, knock him out, or you can pick him up and throw him. I loved that move in this game. That's my go-to move for this game. Yeah, yeah I really like the uh, the part where you can just like pick like pick a guy up and then just walk around with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would do that all the time because it's just like, yeah, that's right. I run this street. You're just picking some weird dude in a trench coat up and just walking back and forth with him. And he just like lays perfectly still. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't yep. try to get out or nothing. Awesome. <laughs> well, one thing about this game that sort of spoiled me to all other beat-em-ups is that you get the people's names that you're fighting. Yeah. So like, you're like, mm, I just knocked out Dwayne and Lisa. <laughs> and Billy, you what's know? Billy doing and, here? <laughs> Take so, that, take that, Brett and Alamo. They're so generic <laughs> names too. I love it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, I always find funny though was the the first set of bad guys you kind of the first the first boss fight you you have is like two like Girl Scouts, yeah, right? Dana, Dana and Lizzie <laughs> right. with these long ponytails that they can snap and, and you know pop you to injury you and 
I mean, they seriously look like Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. But they're tough. They are tough. I mean, they they're are not tough. Girl Scouts. Maybe maybe woman Scouts. There you go. Well, it's <laughs> I mean, twenty. It's twenty nineteen. So you never know. You never know. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying they were kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they I were pixelated th- very well. They were. They were. And <laughs> Honestly, this game, I mean, the whole game was built so well. I just, I yeah. love the look of it. It is, I remember the first time playing this game, just how good it looked. It was like, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I played other games that were like that, but I think the reason this one stood out to me was because it was like, playing again playing a comic book. It was, exactly. it, it looked so good by comparison to the comics. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it had different elements to it that other side scrollers didn't have, like the whole wall climbing ability. And there's even some levels where you have to climb up instead of going mm-hmm. side to side, and you're avoiding mm-hmm. things that people are throwing at you. I love yeah. that. And next, you play as Venom later on in the game too, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I would always choose Venom. I, the thing that I well, the thing that I simultaneously love and hate is that whenever you switch off between the two, you're missing some of the levels uh-huh. because. Spider-Man yeah. has different levels than Venom does yeah. and vice versa. So That's true. That's true. I, I usually play to Spider-Man, honestly, because I just love that character. And Venom, although he felt a little maybe stronger, I don't know. It mm-hmm. seemed like he was able to knock him out a little quicker. He's a yeah. little more slow, and he didn't have the uh, get-over-here move with the web slinging and everything. I mean, he kind of mm-hmm. did, but it wasn't as far. Right. He was only able to stretch his arm out as far as he could and grab him. This game sort of set me up for some disappointment, though, because now anytime I play a side scroll or beat em up that doesn't have the enemy life bar, I get really disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. That would suck. Because I was going back after after that, I played, I think it was Turtles in Time, and I was like, where's the life bar? <laughs> oh, but Turtles in Time was so great. I, I think I like that game more. Oh, it's. I think Turtles in Time is probably the best beat em up, but yeah. this is among the best. Yeah. I think my only complaint about this game is that it's not co-op. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why they couldn't do that. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been hard. I don't know. Maybe the guy that created the game never had anyone to play with him, and he was just like, no, <laughs> no. No, nobody's going to play with me. I'm, I'm a solo. <laughs> I also didn't know that in 95 they had a sequel to this game called Separation Anxiety. Yes, I never, did. I never knew that. I, why did I not know that? Because it wasn't very popular. I guess not. Why wasn't it um, popular? I had that game. I had Separation Anxiety. Uh, and it's okay. It's it's kind of repetitive. From what I remember, I, yeah. I need to go through and play it again. But I didn't like it nearly as much as Maximum Carnage. Huh. I wonder why that is. I needed to pick it up somehow. Yeah. When I bought it, it was cheap. So it might still be cheap. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't get more SNES games. I don't have as many as I should. Mm, yeah, I have like a box. My SNES broke. I need to get it fixed. Mm. So I like was I was stupid. I, broke. I don't know if I talked about it before in the podcast, but I was stupid with my NS, SNES. I actually gave it away to a girl that I liked, who had a younger <laughs> who had a younger brother, and I gave all my games away. I had like maybe thirty games at the time, and this is this is like ninety nine, I think it was maybe ninety eight, and I gave wow. it all away to this girl that I had a crush on. Mm. Sucker. I know. Seriously. Well, maybe she's listening. Hey, lady, send it back. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> wants it back. Linda, please, guys, please, can I have it back? I need my yeah, SNES back, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the kids loved it, so I guess it was a good thing, but I do regret doing that because I had a lot of good games. 
Hey, forget yeah. those kids. This is all about Nidel. Not I those know kids. it is. Dude, I bought so many things back that I've lost from my childhood. So I need to get those things back. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that is my pick, Maximum Carnage. I still love it today. I mean, it's not the greatest beat em up like Gary said, but it really does stand out in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. If there's anything wrong with it, it's probably that it's just too hard. Yeah, I can see that. I didn't get... I don't know how far I got into it, honestly, as a kid or a teenager. Yeah. Um, maybe 20 minutes of it every time I play it. Right. But I never minded that. No, exactly. Kid. It felt like a game you can pick up and play. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Jacob, let's talk about your pick. Cool. All right. Well, I picked a game that hopefully uh, all of us have played. If not, then why are you listening to this? <laughs> um, but I picked Lion King. Um and, you know, one of the main reasons that I picked it was just because I knew that we were all so busy and I wanted to pick a game that I've played a bunch of times. So I was kind of being lazy about it, to be honest. <laughs> I do that, uh, too. Uh, but, man, it's just it's such a good game. And to be honest with you, I kind of forgot how much I liked it until I started playing it. Um, there's there's some things about it that are just kind of frustrating. But, um, you know, it's just it's I just feel like it's a really good game. It actually um, it came out in 94 um on the super nintendo but i mean it was also on the genesis and then they ported it to actually the nes in some regions Mm -hmm. um game boy windows uh master system game gear i mean it it kind of went all over the place it was developed by westwood studios and disney software um the thing is that kind of going back to graphics this game looks amazing it is beautiful the background it feels like you're uh, playing the movie well and the reason is is because the animator disney animators were the ones who actually helped design this game they're the ones who made it oh and that's why it looks like that is because i mean it is a disney game you know they actually had people who worked on the movie work on the game to make it as i don't want to say realistic but to make it look as movie-like as possible yeah um, and it's, I mean, it's a great game. Like I said, it looks great. It sounds great. Um, you know, they, the music, they actually pulled directly from the movie. Let's, um, let's play a little bit of that real quick. Here's some of the music from the game. Cool. 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 Ow. Cool. Ow. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so um, you hear cool a lot in you this really, game. You really do. <laughs> I really, I feel like if they just would have at least one more word, like neat, <laughs> that, that would have been fine. Groovy, 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 yeah. Just something else. It was just like, that was, I think, you know, kind of the only things that I did have an issue with this game is some of the repetitiveness. Um you know, there are levels that I felt like were kind of almost like you're playing the same thing. Mm. Um, uh, I think it's Simba's Exile is almost like the first level again. So there's yeah, a couple okay. times that it just feels like it's the same. Um, the music's pr- really, really good, but some of it can even be repetitive, which is fine because it is so good. But then again, going back to, you know, cool, 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 <laughs> cool, just constantly. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. And the game's actually pretty hard. It is pretty like hard, the, dude. Second level is kind of 
you know, that thing tripped me up a lot whenever I was younger. <laughs> which, um, which one is the second level? Is that the uh, animal the, one where you're jumping on the yeah. tails and? Yeah, and then but the thing that got me so I would get through that okay. So basically, you start off by you're swinging on hippo tails and jumping on giraffe heads and everything and kind of running around, and then you get an ostrich, and then that part gets a little hard oh, because yeah, the then ostrich, yeah. you yeah you can duck and jump on the ostrich. Um, but then once you're done with that, then that's when the, you start jumping onto the monkeys and the monkeys yeah, start throwing you around. And you gotta, you gotta roar with the pink ones and make them turn a certain way for you to be thrown a it, certain way. And that was where I always <laughs> messed up just because I would never remember yeah. how to do it. Yep. <laughs> so, so I, I felt yeah, that I way it until I got with my wife and she, she did it and she's like, look, wow. just do it like this. And I was like, Oh, you're the best. See, I felt that way about the cave level. We have to, like, I guess it's the second to last level in the game where you have to go through these like caves and it's like, uh, a, it's like yeah. a maze. I yep. never made it past that part as a, as a teenager. Never. I still never made it past it ever. And now that I've seen a walkthrough of it, I didn't know I was so close to beating the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were like, 20 minutes away yeah if that if that yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah this game is not super easy frustrating yeah so um again i mean it's a it's a great game but it is kind of repetitive in some places it's it's kind of weird though because it goes from being super easy to super hard it does. Like, like really quick like the stampede level <laughs> yeah it was kind of difficult and i mean the thing is kind of going back to it the thing that I liked about it is, you know, it's a platformer and everything, but then you have these, like, little side games. So you have, um, first of all, you have the bonus rounds with Timon and Pumbaa, yeah, where they right. drop in the bugs, and you're trying to catch the bugs as they're falling. Uh, that was pretty cool. But then you also have the stampede level. You have the part where you're riding on the ostrich. You have, like, all these – well, and then there's the part it, – Again, it's platforming, but it's kind of cool where you're jumping up the logs on the waterfall. So there's, like, all these different – um, aspects of playing a platforming game that I thought was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I didn't whenever I was little because I never got that far. But whenever <laughs> even replaying it was like, oh, because I, I think it was like one of the first things we were still dating. We were even married at the time, and we were talking about video games. And she's like, yeah, check this out. And she did it, and I was like, let's get married right now. And then you dropped your knee <laughs> and you asked her right then to be to be your that, wife. That was it. I mean, yeah. that was that was I had to. We got married to uh, the theme song to Lion King, and then whenever um, they said "Do you?" I just said "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, <laughs> Gary. What did you think of this game? Oh, I hate it. I uh, thought so. I no, thought it's so. I, it's amazing. I've never been able to decide if I like Aladdin or Lion King more, but they're both kind of skirting along as my favorite Disney games. Aladdin is and much better. <laughs> no I, I mean i love this game don't be wrong but I, I love the aladdin game so yeah well see the funny thing is we're talking two different aladdin we games. we are we are <laughs> but that yeah. was the cool thing about this uh, across all the platforms pretty much the game was the same mm-hmm. for lion king so playing the sega genesis version i experienced what you guys experience and that doesn't happen often and i know because for this podcast, I went through and I, I played through the game on the Super Nintendo, and and there Whoa. was very little variation, if any. But yeah, it's just it's so much fun. I I always got hung up on the the Akuna Matata level. Oh really? The jumping up waterfalls. I huh. I, it's, I it's, sucked at that. It's funny how all of us have different levels that we suck at. Like I was pretty good at the animal level, the second level. Yeah, me but, too. But I, mean, I sucked at the stampede level. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's super weird, but it's it's always been one of my favorite games, and it probably always will be. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Especially, I think it's it's in my top five for the SNES easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a great game. I love it. Um, I I choose this one over Aladdin just for the simple no. fact I didn't have Aladdin as a kid. Okay, well, ah. I love Aladdin. I, I can I can beat Aladdin in maybe fifteen minutes. So I love Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm Tim Nidell, and I like to brag. Ladies, <laughs> I can beat Aladdin in 15 minutes. <laughs> How's that working hey, out for you? Oh, it's great, man. Dude, my wife, she hey. loved that pickup line. <laughs> Look, I'm saying I proposed to my wife based off Lion King. You tell me you can beat it in 15 minutes. What do you think I'm going to do to you? <laughs> Shh. We'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it's it later. It's a family-friendly podcast, guys. sure is. <laughs> That's what I said. Whenever, whenever I'm the one who has to bring it into family friendly, that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Gary. <laughs> All right, Gary. So, what was your pick? I mean, let me just say that I, I have never played the game you, you picked, so this is exciting to talk about. Okay, uh, I picked Indiana Jones. It's hard to say because I always want to say Indiana Jones' His Greatest Adventures, but it's Indiana Jones's Greatest Adventures. That's stupid. And it's a game from 1994. And it was made by JVC and LucasArts, the same people who brought you the Super Star Wars games. And it has a very connective feel to that. And it it basically takes all three of the Indiana Jones movies. You start in the temple in Raiders, and you end at the very end of Last Crusade. Let's play some music real quick. Here's some music from the gameplay. Dude, it's from the movie. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's very true to all three movies yeah. which is what i like about it and it's got fun little mini games in it like where you're actually they're not as much fun as they are frustrating but <laughs> kind of like jake was talking about with lion king you know you can ride the carts and temple of doom and you can fly the airplane and last crusade and those levels get more frustrating than fun but i do still really like this game what, what i'm confused about is how come i've never played this Gary, please tell me why did I never play this game? Because I, because if you guys know me, I my two favorite movie franchises are Back to the Future and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Why did I never play this game? I know I was a, I was a late bloomer for SNES, but it came out before I bought my SNES. Well, Tim, I, I I guess the reason is because I just don't think this this game is very popular. I don't. Yeah, it's weird. The only. Indiana Jones games I remember playing was Temple of Doom game for NES, and that was mm-hmm. in '88. It was an all right game. It's hard. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably that, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it on an upcoming episode because I do want to play it again. But it was a hard game. And when mm-hmm. you told us you're going to play this game, I was imagining it had some of the same gameplay as as that, but it is totally different. I was watching gameplay of this game, and to me, it kind of reminded me of like Castlevania meets Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's that's a perfect comparison. Yeah, and it perfect. looks it looks fun, dude. I need to play this game. I've never played this game. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I want to play it. I yeah. couldn't find it. Yeah, I need, I need, and that's the thing is, I love Indiana Jones. Like, I mean, I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. So I was really excited to play it, and then I looked up some playthroughs of it. I thought it looked super fun. Yeah, um, I thought it looked really hard, to be honest, and long. But um, I really want to play it, and I, I'm still looking for it. So if anybody out there has a copy of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It's one of those games that I saw back whenever the mall 
uh, first opened in um, the town where I grew up back in 94, maybe it was early 95, there was a electronics boutique in there, which was, you know, what is now known as GameStop. Yep, I used to work, and, at, I used to work at EB Games in Fargo. Yeah, I loved EB Games. Yeah. And it was whenever this game first came out, because I remember there was a big cutout poster for it. And that might be the only reason why I'm aware of it. Huh. But I tried to talk my grandma into buying it for me, and she wouldn't. But she stopped by the video game rental store on the way home and let me rent it. Uh, and uh, so ever since then, I've, I've loved the game, and I bought it. And, and it's one that I hold very dear for nostalgic reasons and just because it's fun. Yeah, I need, I need to get a copy of it and play it, because it looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun, but there is one level towards the end of the game in the, I believe it's in the Last Crusade section where there's another maze-like level like in The Lion King, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't know what it is about maze levels in Super Nintendo Dude, games, I but know. I despise them. I mean, and Nintendo games, like the last, you know, Bowser Castle in, in the first uh, Mario, I know it yep. by heart now, but as a mm-hmm. kid, that I oh God, I hated that level as a kid. I know. I just get so stressed out. I'm like, I just want to run through this thing. <laughs> I know. And all these doors are preventing that. Yeah, I think that was the that's the main reason why they were frustrating is because yeah. we were so used to just flying through all yeah. these levels. Yeah. And yep. then you get to that part and then the creators are like, ha, not today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But Jerks. It's a great game. It was supposed to be made for the Sega Genesis, but they canceled it for unknown reasons. Uh, so the only way you can play it is on Super Nintendo. So hmm. if you haven't, find yourself a copy. Sweet. We're trying, Gary. I Jeez. Know. We told you. All right. We'll try harder. I'm okay, fine. I got to go, guys. I got to go find this. <laughs> All right. So, Jacob, what Hello. are you, you going to talk about next episode? So here's the cool thing. Um, every episode... <laughs> We do the same thing, and um, I I forgot to pick a game. <laughs> of course. So you guys go, All and right. I'll go last. I, I know mine already. So okay. because I picked up the NES Classic, I want to talk about some of those games first because I have easy access to it, first of all, and they're the exact same games as they were back in the 80s. So next time we talk, I'm going to talk about an NES game called Punch-Out. Oh, Ooh, nice. Okay. Hmm. What do I want to talk about? Have we, has any of us picked uh, Ninja Gaiden yet? I didn't. I I I've only been on four episodes. Uh, so I guess so... not. No, I don't think I don't has. think we have. Okay, yeah. I want to choose that for the NES. Don't you want to pick Ninja an easier Gaiden. game than that, though? I'm just now saying. I'm definitely picking it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and I guess I'll stick with the NES trend because I was bouncing between that and uh, next-gen game. So let's do Darkwing Duck for the NES. Oh, sweet. I'm sure that was on the NES Classic. It's not. It's not. (laughs) Well, what good is it? I know. There's no Disney ones on the NES Classic. That's a shame. Yeah. It is available in a collection, though, I believe, the Capcom Rewind collection. Oh, I do have it, yeah. I have that on Xbox, uh, Xbox One, yeah. So you're welcome, Tim. So I can play that easily. <laughs> and there's a cool feature where you can, you, can, you can rewind it on the Xbox One. So it's cool that I, I can not die. You might need it with this game. I might need it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, guys, that is going to do it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please give us a positive iTunes rating. We would love that. And like I said, hope to see you guys all in Orlando for Megacon, the uh, weekend of May 17th through the 19th. And yeah, until next time.
uh, we love you. <laughs> well, Tim loves you. I like you strongly, like a friend. And I just adore you guys. Game over, man.